0: This TFMR podcast is brought to you by your friends at JM Bullion. Visit jmbullion.com for all your gold and silver bullion needs. Hello again from TF Metals Report and these are your TF Metals Report podcast highlights for the week of February 5 through February 9, 2024. Again, A daily podcast summary is just one of the benefits you receive as a member of TFMR. You get analysis every day. You get to interact with community every day. It's really a great value for just 50 cents a day. Please go to tfmetalsreport.com, hit the subscribe button, and learn more. And please join us to ride out what's going to be a real crazy 2024 It may be a crazy next week, but this week, the week we're wrapping up, was kind of a calm dud. We got off on the wrong foot, though, and tried to make that back the rest of the week. As Monday's trading began, the dollar index extended its rally that came out of BLSBS Friday and broke through resistance and moved all the way to 104.5, which is where it should find a next level of resistance. But that created the atmosphere for algorithmic selling those high-frequency trading machines dumping COMEX gold during the COMEX session when they see that higher dollar. That's exactly what happened on Monday, and that was a part of what we discussed in our Monday podcast. We're up to 104.5 on the dollar index. I drew a purple line here. This is the last year. You can see that's a somewhat an important level, kind of support-ish. This time last year, clearly resistance in May and June, resistance on the way up in August, and then once it got through, support in September before it went to 107. Fell through 104.5 and a half in November, couldn't get back above, went all the way to 101. So here we are again, really uh, I, I would look at this more as a resistance level between 104.5 and a half and 105 and uh, a half. Above 105 and uh, a half, we got problems. okay? I mean, the dollar index may just soar all the way to 110. And if it does, uh, the losses in gold are probably not going to be limited to the 30 dollars we've seen so far. That said, the dollar index began the year three points lower, three full points lower. and So far, we've weathered the storm, at least for our gold holdings. On Tuesday, we took a look at COMEX Silver, which has been in quite the decline so far this year. Two weeks ago, the hedge funds in silver got net short, and immediately following that, we got about a $1 short squeeze. Well, now we're suspecting that they're getting net short again. We got confirmation of that by the COT report on Friday the 9th. But back on Tuesday the 6th, we suspected what was going on. And that's all part of what we discussed that day in our podcast. Silver, on the other hand, I just wanted to put some context. We'll try to tell you again what I explained earlier about the COT. Two weeks ago, Okay, that green candle there on the 20-whatever-it-was, 23rd? Tuesday the 23rd? Yeah, that sounds right. The COT survey that day, price actually rallied a little bit that day. But the COT survey that day showed a huge change. Big, massive shift, net short for the hedge funds. They've been net long, 25,000 contracts. Remember this? We talked about it that day. And of that day, as of that COT survey day two weeks ago, they were suddenly net short, 2,600 contracts. And then what happened? Short squeeze from 2,220 up to 2,340. $1.20 short squeeze. And over the course of that, The funds covered enough shorts and added enough loft seventy nine hundred net change last week. All the way back up here. And now all of a sudden price back down a dollar and they're getting short again. Remarkable. People always say, how can they be that stupid? Because it's not the only game they play and they don't think the markets are manipulated. Oh, we'll put a little money, in, you know, every time the dollar moves, we'll put a little money in short or long silver, and it's all part of a you know zigzag portfolio. They want to make two and twenty on. They don't give a shit if they get ripped, their faces ripped off back and forth. Who gives a shit of the banks? They're the ones profiting from all this. So here we are again. COT survey today. What's the COT survey going to show this Friday? Oh, the funds, I'm sure, are net short again, as much as twenty six hundred again. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe not. But after again, after 7,300 new contracts of open interest coming in Friday and Monday, while price fell 81 cents, I'm positive the hedge funds will be net short again as of today when it's reported on Friday. On Wednesday, we continued the discussion of silver. Again, I don't know when that next hedge fund short squeeze will develop. Could start at any time. We had a nice little mini squeeze on Thursday. But with the extended squeeze, where the hedge funds flip from being net short to being net long, hasn't happened yet, and it may not happen until after the March contract expirations, option expiration, the contract going off the board in a couple of weeks. Anyway, we kept looking at silver, because when the next squeeze comes, it's something that maybe we could make some fiat profits on. and That's part of what we discussed on Wednesday the 7th. Silver, of course, though, uh, where we continue to get the shorts sucked in, down another basically 1% down 20 cents 22 29 remarkable oh it's just terrible um i'm excited about that though and that's all part of why i wanted to at least book a small profit in my kre puts because i want to get long silver because the next squeeze is coming i keep telling you this been right about this four or five squeezes in a row i've just missed them all Because I wait too long to act and they get going before I get a chance to get in. I don't want to have that happen this time. Cluttering the timing, of course, is the March contract and the option expiration and all that kind of stuff that's coming up in a couple of weeks. So I'm going to have to look at the open interest of all the March options and see if I can figure out a spot that they won't let it go lower. Might be $22 based off the chart. Maybe it'll be a little lower now. We'll just have to see. But uh, I'm very excited to get into silver ahead of that next short squeeze with a trading position. Why do I say that? The cot report was surveyed yesterday. I will get reported on Friday, obviously. But for the five-day reporting week, silver was down 74 cents, which is about what it was up the five days before. After the shorts had gotten squeezed, now here they come all right back in, but even more so this time. Because even with that March contract going off the board in two weeks, Open interest in just those five days rose nearly eleven thousand contracts. So we are a huge trap being set again, even more so than last time. And now with today, I'm sure it's it's even gotten better for us. So this moment is coming again, where the banks will be sufficiently net long, the funds will be sufficiently net short, and you're getting another dollar, two dollar, two fifty rally. It's coming. I mean, it's coming again, just as like night following day, that sort of thing. So we're waiting for that. Again, very positive changes to the cot coming again this week. Our Thursday conversation this week was with Sean Kun Kun, the president and CEO of Dolly Varden Silver, which is a silver and gold explorer operating in the kind of the southeast section of the Golden Triangle in British Columbia. I've gotten to know Sean over the years, and I'm a shareholder of Dolly Varden. I think it's a very interesting company. So if you want to learn more about Dolly Varden, please stop by the TF Metals Report homepage. Click on the link. It's free. Every Thursday conversation is free. And I think you'll find it interesting. Like I said, it's a very interesting company. I've owned the shares for a while. I've known Sean for a while. And it's, it's fun to be able to keep track of the progress that they're making in finding gold and silver. On Friday, we wrapped up the week eh, with kind of a dud of a day. It was kind of a dud of a week. There wasn't much news going on, and there wasn't much to drive price. Gold was only down $5 for the week prior to today, but since it could never get any traction and fell $10 on Friday, it's going to finish up the week down 15 But really, at the end of the day, it's just going sideways and has been for the better part of a month. In roughly a $50 trading range, but really you could call it tighter than that. As you can see on this final chart of the week of the April 24 gold contract, gold is really just kind of oscillating between resistance at its 50-day moving average, the red line on this page, and support at its 200-day moving average, which is the green line. Now you get these kind of false breakdowns and false breakouts, but really we're just kind of going sideways. Now in the grand scheme of things, we're only down about $30 year-to-date on COMEX Gold, so given the way rate expectations have backed up and the way the dollar has rallied, that's not too bad. And we will continue to wait for Jerome, as was the title of our 2024 macrocast, till it becomes clear, and until the Fed actually does become a cutter of interest rates rather than a hiker of interest rates, we're liable to see gold just continue to be range-bound. And that's what it was this week. See what happens next week. A lot of economic news coming next week. It's going to be a volatile week. Please join us at TFMR if you want to follow along on a daily basis. But of course, we'll be back next week with another edition of the TF Metals Report podcast highlights. Have a great weekend.